Loitering with intent. Series seven. Program two, which you'll be doing weeks It was one of those days where you just sort of drift along, intending to do some particular things and managing to get to some but not all, and next thing you know it's midnight and you still have a sink full of dishes. On the other hand, you manage to catch a documentary about a certain filmmaker you like, and that gives you a bit of creative energy, which you nonetheless manage to store somewhere else, and you keep on drifting. So there you are at the end of the day, sink full of dishes, and also a dishwasher to empty and you briefly consider leaving it all to the morning, but then you imagine that scene and instead try to deal with it right away. The nice thing is that you're on vacation, so the worst thing that staying up a little late will do is to put you off your effort to keep more or less normal sleeping hours while on vacation so you have less trouble once it comes time to go back. So you get down to it, and you feel as though you're focusing on the job and kind of getting into it, and then you realize that you still have to write tomorrow's blog post. So you interrupt the dishes to go up to the office and do that. The next morning, you're up mid-morning and you start making breakfast, but with this interruption and that, by the time you finish making breakfast, it's time for lunch. Okay, oatmeal for lunch. Weird, but maybe not the weirdest thing out there, and it'll be a good solid lunch that should easily tide you over until the evening meal, so that's good. The challenge on vacation, or anytime really, now that you're working from home, is to not nibble on things throughout the day and to be, and you really don't care for this word, mindful of what and how much you're eating. This too is a kind of drift, except that instead of doing lots of non-specific things and not remembering what you had done later, you eat in an equivalent manner. You think, though, that if you really focus on the things that you're doing, it'll keep your attention focused and it won't occur to you to nibble. You don't have to overthink this or think that much at all, really. Drift is not all bad. It doesn't tie you down to a routine and thus leaves you open to the possibilities of the day. And in that, there's a certain feeling of freedom. The thing about freedom, however, is that it may not be so much about getting something as it is about losing constraints. So, in a way, it becomes a question of, when you gain freedom, what do you do then? Having no constraints can be like trying to play a sport on a field with no boundaries. And if you take that metaphor a little farther, it becomes also about having no goal, which, after all, is just a bounded space within the playing field or a defined task that must be accomplished. Your best hope for making the most of freedom could be to invest some of it by creating some kind of structure within which to operate. You don't necessarily have to have a goal as such, but some people say you should at least have some kind of system. However, these are not good thoughts to have while you are actually trying to accomplish something, like making the bed, particularly something that, while necessary, is not inherently interesting like making the bed. Doing such tasks can be a race to find something interesting about them before your untethered mind wanders off into thinking about something else, i.e. drift. 
loitering with intent. Series seven. Program two. Program two. Program two. Program two. Please tell us how we did today. Thank you for using our self-checkout.